I want to be strong, to have the flexibility and confidence to play soccer with my kids or volleyball on the beach. I want to feel energetic and spontaneous with my husband. I want my body to feel the freedom to move and enjoy life, to hike Yosemite, surf in Hawaii, bike to the beach, to have fun with friends and not be limited. I want to do things that love my body, to feel and experience all the sensations of life. I want my body to be a force in nature that overcomes difficulty and resistance. I believe in health and wellness and daily consistent exercise. Do you have a hard time staying consistent with strength training? Do you need a balanced schedule and some accountability? Join my monthly strength program of 15 minutes a day, four days a week. Sign up on my website at balancedbybeth.com. I'm here today with Amador Artiega Jr. He's a CrossFit California regional athlete and has been personal training and coaching for over five years. I'm also here with Sophie Prorock. She's a CrossFit coach and a doctorate of physical therapy student who is committed to helping others achieve their fitness goals while staying injury free. Together, they own Raw Performance Athletics. It's an online personal training business that designs weekly weight training programs. Welcome. Hi, hey. thank you for having us. Yeah. It's thank great you. to have you in the studio. Yeah, it's great to be here. All right. Well, tell me about your journey to becoming involved with CrossFit. Huh. Well, I kind of uh, played athletic. I did football and wrestling and track in high school and I kind of tried to play a little bit of college football and blew my knee out and basically gave up on the dream of playing division one or any oh, kind of high sad. level sport <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. so okay. I kind of just gave up everything for like a whole year and then I saw CrossFit on the internet or ESPN or something and I was like wow that looks fun I I think I can do what those guys are doing and five years later I'm like still trying to make it to the CrossFit Games and just you know helping other people trying to make it to the CrossFit Games and just started RP along the way so cool but yeah. you have to talk about where you started where I started yeah. oh I started from ground zero just like any other person would I just in the middle of his like mobile home community just lifting weights in, wow. the, in the yeah. streets. I mean, awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't have enough money to get into a CrossFit gym because they're so pricey. So yeah. I spent a little bit of money that it, on a barbell and some plates, and I would lift in the streets, <laughs> literally in the it. streets, yeah. like in front of my house and that is in awesome. parking lots and just trying crazy. to make it work. Just trying to make it work somehow, but that is dedicated. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was, there's a lot of crazy stories like that, but uh -huh. <laughs> well, I'd like to hear them. So, yeah. <laughs> and I started um, after I got back from studying abroad in South Africa. I walked into CrossFit Azusa and I tried out a free class, and Almador was working out there too, and that's how we met. Wow, first. love but at first sight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> And then um, I liked it because I played water polo in college for a year and a half, and I liked being competitive and going to the gym was really boring for me. And I tried running half marathons, and that was really boring. And I liked being able to challenge myself a little bit more, and I didn't know how to lift weights. I hadn't really been lifting at all. 
So I just liked the atmosphere and the challenge, and that's kind of where it all started for me. Nice. So what is CrossFit? How would you describe it? Uh, they describe it as high-intensity functional movements. Okay. Uh, but uh, I, I basically think it's a mesh of just like, well. All different training modalities. Basically, kind of like yeah. Like, put together. Like endurance training, weightlifting, and gymnastics training, like all mixed. Yeah, trying to be good at anything your body is capable of becoming. So it's not just limiting yourself to just weightlifting or just running or just going to like a boot camp um, where you're just doing body weight movements. It's kind of trying to see how strong can I get while also getting fast, while also seeing what types of gymnastics things I can do, while also seeing like how can I do all of that within a certain time frame. So it's just always challenging your body in some way. So it's not limiting yourself. So how is it different than just a traditional gym with classes? With class, like a boot camp? Yeah, like just a traditional 24-hour fitness. How would you say this is different? So someone has never walked in a CrossFit gym. How would you describe it? Uh, I think the community is pretty cool. Like uh, I've met so many people over the past five years and coaching at three different gyms that, I mean – I could probably call and be like, hey, you want to hang out? Like, I've met I just so many friends and so many good people. I met Sophie through it. Like, you know, I got a possible new job opportunity. My friend told me, he's like, hey, look, man, like CrossFit provided So kind you of a this. place that people look out yeah. for each other. Yeah. Like, you become friends. Yeah. And, then yeah. and instead of just going to a 24-hour fitness and kind of working out with your headphones on, like, your headphones aren't on, you're with people, you're working out next to them. And then you also have someone like a coach like Amador like guiding you through the movements so it's not you on your own where you don't know how to lift so you're just trying to see what videos you can find to show you how to lift you have someone like showing you like showing you the movement making sure you're doing it correctly changing your weight if you need to change it like giving you alternative options and literally anyone can come in like we've had so many people come into the gym that we work out that have never worked out before ever and they're still able to participate in the classes, but we also have in the same class people that have been doing CrossFit for four years that can still do the same workout that that other person is doing, and they'll be right next to each other, but they're doing different things, but you're still letting that community kind of form. So the main thing is the classes. Like you come, but you could also just work out in the gym Mm -hmm. if you you just wanted to work out and do your own thing. Okay. That's usually left to like, I would say those people are a little different. (laughs) Like most people just come in and, the, are okay with just doing the class but it takes a little extra de- dedication and like intentionality to yeah. do the extra work because the class is already own. an hour and then i mean you add more work onto that you're looking at maybe two hours two in the hours. gym and I mean, how <laughs> often do people typically go to crossfit most of the members that uh we work with at our gym are go at least four or five times a week oh wow yeah and then the more elite people, the people that are trying to get to the next level or really just really love it and want to get better and are investing the time in, will sometimes go like twice a day, three times a week. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you had mentioned, Sophie, about the principles of CrossFit that most people don't really know about. Could you explain some of those things? Do you remember all nine of them? Adaptability is one of them. Okay. So you're supposed to be able to, right? Isn't that one of them? Adaptability. No, it's not adaptability. <laughs> oh, accuracy. Uh, accuracy. Accuracy. Agility. Agility. Uh, strength. Power. Endurance. Stamina. Balance. How many was it? Eight? One more. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so. I'm not yeah. that. I, uh, like CrossFit 
when I did my CrossFit level one, like it taught me some things, but I think what really taught me like the principles of like training was, uh, the NASM book. I read the whole thing and I, it really like changed like how I do my training and how I train other people. Like everything has like a scientific approach, even if it's not like completely like true, like there's always like a little bit of science in all the workouts that I program. So, Mm -hmm. and yeah, so I I don't really like pay attention to like like the CrossFit. Like I don't really like look at all those modalities and like. like, Yeah, most of our RP programming is kind of pulled out from a lot of different types of uh, training methodologies. Um, The 10 elements of fitness that CrossFit tries to go by are endurance, stamina, strength, flexibility, power, speed, coordination, agility, balance, and accuracy. So they try most gyms and most programming will try to address all 10 of those throughout the week in some way. But it is really hard for that to happen, especially if your skill level isn't very high yet. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, that's great. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say a lot of people that haven't walked into a CrossFit gym just have no idea what is going on in there and it feels very intimidating I think because the weight's so heavy and it does feel like you know the word on the street you know that there have been injuries that Mm -hmm. happen of course I mean anywhere you go but could we talk about that a little bit like maybe why a person uh, might get injured like how that could potentially happen um so there's probably like a lot of different things that go into that like like who owns the gym like what are they like what principles do they live by like are they super strict on like hey like if you can't lift that weight you're not going to lift it no matter what like do not lift that weight or, or are they, they just going to be like anything is possible type person yeah oh, okay. you know like like a co- like a cheerleader versus like a, someone that's actually there to like coach you and help mm-hmm. you do something like a lot of people are just like hey yeah you can do it but really they're probably not even they're not capable of doing it so I think that's when a lot of injuries happen and like who you hire you know CrossFit just has their level one like that's all that's re- that's required to coach a, cr- a CrossFit class and they're not like what do you have to do for level one it's just a weekend seminar oh you is. just have to pass this test oh okay mm-hmm. but so it's not I mean, it's not like they they jam in like a lot of stuff and they're not really like they are big on form, but there's not like I think maybe like 99 percent of the people can probably take it and pass the test. Like (laughs) it's not super like hard, Mm -hmm. I think. So it just depends on the coach and like, hey, are they going to be like you you can't lift that like do not even attempt to lift it like hey let's bring it down like let's try to work on these things so i think one thing also ego yeah ego Ego so so that is interesting i mean i do think the timing thing you know is really cool and trying to get in as many reps as possible and doing some of that so some of the uh, coaching principles that i think really help with motivation is awesome except sometimes because you might be competing there might be opportunity for doing maybe a couple reps more than you should or yeah. overtraining mm-hmm. or 
some of these things. Yeah, so that's where the ego kind of gets into play. But it all comes back to the coach just being strict enough to tell them, hey, like, you're going too heavy on this. Or if you start to get to this point where you feel fatigued, like, you need to take a break and rest for a little bit before you go at it again. And the coach being aware, too. So there's different types of coaching styles that I've seen because I've been to five different CrossFit gyms since I've started. Um, as a member and as a coach and I've seen a lot of different coaching styles and the coaching styles that are very successful where there are very little injuries in the gym is a very like intentional type of coaching where they're watching that person start to fatigue and they walk over and they say hey like I see you're getting tired Mm -hmm. let's go ahead and step back and like here are some coaching cues for you like open up your chest breathe a little bit let's not worry too much about the reps like just take it one rep at a time and try to do good form and there's coaches that will sit down and like kind of go talk to people or like go sit on their phones or go run to the bathroom while the class is in session and that's kind of not the best type of coaching because then anything can happen when you're not there so that's also kind of the downside and making sure if you do decide to do crossfit making sure that the place that you go to go try it out and see what type of coach is there and are they someone that you think if you're a beginner and you need that accountability and you need someone guiding you through the process is that coach there going to do that or are they going to be a little bit complacent because it is it is a cash-based job and it doesn't require a lot of skill you just have to pass a level one and sometimes you can get hired without even your level one so sometimes you're going into a gym where it's just some high school guy that's coaching just to make some extra money but he doesn't really yeah but that all goes back to the owner just knowing who to hire and how to keep the gym safe and keep the members safe but Mm -hmm. it also goes into the member knowing their limits and not trying to get wrapped up in the numbers. So it kind of goes both ways. There's responsibility on both sides. Yeah, no, that's great. I think, I, l- I mean, just talking with you, it does seem like uh, CrossFit is really helpful for accountability, motivation, the social component. I mean, people that you know you're meeting up with. I mean, your friends are here. I mean, there's a lot, you know, with the obesity problems and the lack of exercise all over the place. It does feel like that these gyms have created a niche and really uh, helped with getting people more active. So, um, but the downside is, yeah, I mean, if you don't do good research on the gym that you're going to or the coach that you have, have you had experiences with uh, getting injured? Have I? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think, yeah, I have. Because uh, can you talk about I it a little bit? He's at the elite level, so he's training a lot. What? How much were you training when you went to regionals the first time? Like three times a day. Oh how ma- wow! How many yeah. hours for each session? Probably like uh, at least an hour and a half. So I was probably putting in. Yeah, some sessions were longer, but I was probably putting in like four to six hours a day of training. Wow. Which is, if you want to compete at the high level, is what's kind of required of you to get better at all yeah. those different aspects of CrossFit, like the endurance, the weightlifting, because a weightlifting session alone will take an hour and a half. Yeah. Then if you want to add in some gymnastics and some weightlifting, then that's another hour of your time. And then if you want to go on a long run and work on your aerobic endurance, that's another hour of your time. So it is very time consuming if you want to be the top level, but then you have to have someone in your corner or at least have the knowledge of what overtraining looks like and be able to spot those signs. So the first go around, he didn't really know what overtraining would feel like. So yeah. I think he just thought that he was pushing himself. You thought you were pushing but yourself to the like limit. I lost like 10 pounds. Like you were I probably moody. lost a bunch so of muscle. Moody. Like, <laughs> so moody. I felt moody. like a zombie. Like, 
So, <laughs> so I definitely learned. Which and is then what good. happened? As a coach, that's good. Oh, uh, and then I, oh, I forgot about that. I was it like strained my pec. Yeah. So the week before regionals, so he's moody, he's tired, he's training seven hours a day. Then he goes to warm up for his workout for the second session of the day. Goes to hang on to the pull up bar. Simple movement. He's just jumping up to hang on to the pull up bar, and he pulls his pec. Wow. A week before regionals. Yeah. And then he gets sick and he never gets sick. So there was already like two things that only happen if you've pushed your body past its limit. So he learned a lot from that first experience. Yeah. And that's what happens to a lot of people that start off as beginners. They don't know what overtraining feels like because they come in untrained or barely ever trained. And then they push themselves past their limit. And then you don't see them for two weeks because they got sick or they got hurt. So having that knowledge I think is important I don't know many CrossFit gyms but if I were to own a CrossFit gym I would probably have that in like the introduction part of having like a new member come in just being like hey if you start to feel like you could eat every hour every minute of the day and you want to nap every minute of the day and you feel really moody and things are starting to hurt for longer than two days like maybe you should take a step back and not come to class for a day but a lot of gyms don't educate you on that because a lot of gyms will say like more is better right yeah, just it, every, everywhere it depends. is different. Yeah. It's just it's different. Just so, yeah. Because nobody's uh, like experienced. Like they just have the either they have the money to open a gym or yeah, that's <laughs> that's basically yeah. like what I've seen. Like they have the money to open the gym or like a couple of guys or friends get together and like, hey, let's open a CrossFit gym. We know nothing about CrossFit, but it looks like it's a good business. And hey, we like working out, so we're gonna open up a CrossFit gym, and. They kind of just figure out figure it out how like as they go and you know they make mistakes and hopefully they learn from them but that's the kind of the business that CrossFit is like most people probably don't know what they're getting themselves into but not right. to, I mean I feel like we're bashing it a lot <laughs> it's not a bad like I've seen a lot of really great successful things come out of CrossFit like you said like we've made a lot of friends like I feel like I wasn't really like tapping into my potential even in when I played college water polo like I've I wish I had done this type of training outside of the pool when I did play because I feel like I've gotten so much stronger and my endurance has gotten so much better and I can actually figure out what I'm capable and what talents God has given me like I'm able to actually like tap into those now because I have the right coaching because Almodor is my coach and I have a better idea of training um and I've also seen people that have been like super overweight that have trouble just getting out of a chair that have diabetes and I've like coached them personally through different types of lifting and I've helped help them build up their endurance and I've seen them lose like over a hundred pounds and say that their whole entire lifestyle just feels so much easier and better because they've done this type of fitness and it's like pretty crazy those are pretty cool stories to see and be a part of because it's really hard for you to achieve that type of thing when you're just going into the gym on your own it takes a those types of people that are able to achieve that type of progress in the gym by themselves just have amazing dedication and they may have like some type of background knowledge and they're able to do that on their own but to have a community surrounding you and motivating you to come in every day and then to have a coach that's walking you through the process it kind of helps you get that result faster that's awesome uh can we talk about your success personally like i mean i know it's hard sometimes to tell talk about you know, because we all like to be humble, but yeah. I'm asking you not to be. So I would like to hear, like, what would you say is your biggest success by training CrossFit um, the last five years? 
My biggest success? Oh, like... Just something that you really feel good about, <laughs> like... Um, man, I don't know. I just... Or I'll let you talk about each my, other. Uh, How about you talk about him? I know. I coach <laughs> like I coach. I've been starting to coach kids. Okay. And like, people are like telling the kids like, "Oh yeah," like coaches and like adults are starting to like say like, "Oh yeah," like I know, I've heard of that company or like people are like say like, "Oh yeah," like I think our name has gotten to like the point where like in the community around our cities are like people are like, "Yeah," like if you do RP, like you're pretty good like you go to competitions and you know you end up either winning or getting on the podium or you know you're strong or something like just like oh you do rp like i guess like i didn't really think that anybody would ever like get to a point where like hey like wow like yeah i don't know where I'm so going explain this, rp versus because we've been talking about crossfit yeah. and i did want to segue <laughs> into your personal business yeah you decided not to talk about yourself you just went right into the business <laughs> myself yeah you your didn't want to talk success. about your personal I guess like <laughs> so RP is your personal success you yeah. would say okay yeah uh, how about for your body like I what do you feel last year was it last year or was that two years ago I don't know one of the regionals last year in California uh, so they combined so in the open there's three stages to make it to the CrossFit Games there's the open, which is the online qualifier. Okay. You do five workouts, one workout every week. Mm-hmm. And then there's the regional, which is where they combined the top 20? Mm-hmm. No, the top 40. The top 40. It was the top 40 guys out of all of the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So all oh. the West Coast states, Hawaii, Alaska, and um, the western part of Canada. We're the all top 40. The top 40 from all those all guys those. in all those wow. states. So there was like... 8,000 guys that competed yeah. in the online qualifier, but you had to get in the top 40 to make it to regionals. And yeah. you got top in the top 15? I think so. I think in the like regionals? In the, in the online qualifier. Okay. And so then he made it to regionals. So that was like a huge success to go from yeah eight, out of 8,000 guys, you're one of the top 40 That's people. awesome. Because the year prior to that, it was just the top 40 in California. Yeah, so it's just one state, which is a little different. And then (laughs) they made the pool even bigger by adding all these states and a little bit of Canada. And I thought, you know, I had no idea what was going to happen. And I ended up qualifying, and I I thought that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. And then for the qualifying, what do you have to do? Uh, so the open one work every Thursday uh, night they release a workout and okay. they have two of the top athletes showcase the workout. Okay. And you have basically the weekend, so you can either do it that Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you have by Monday by 5 p.m. to submit your score, and you have to video. Uh, you have to record the workout, make sure everything is legit, and. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. But <laughs> and the workout would be it could whatever it could they anything. choose, whatever Why? they deem to be, to showcase what. So there's a director of, the, or I don't know Dave Castro. I don't know what his role is. I think he just he like designs he the, the programs, the yeah. workouts, and basically to his standards or the CrossFit standards is trying to d- 
determine who's the fittest. So those workouts are modeled off like, hey, if I want to see who's the fittest, I'm going to each workout is different. So one workout might be 20 minutes long and it might be a lot of rowing and body weight stuff. And then one workout might be really, really short. So like showcase your power and then maybe like a heavy lift. So strength. So hitting all the elements. They're trying to hit all those 10. Okay. uh, Mm -hmm. And how long does this go on? It goes on for five weeks. Five weeks. And then regionals used to happen. Now it doesn't happen anymore, but last year it did happen. And so then you would go on to regionals, and then you had to get top three at regionals to make it to the games. Wow. But there's a region in each. Like, there's a West Regional, Central. There was five regions in the whole world. So Five regions. And then the games are for the world? Yeah. World games? So the top three... Or no, it was top five. It was top five. It was top five out of all those. So it was and like then you go up and guys. you meet somewhere in the yeah. world. So then you go to Madison, Wisconsin to do the okay. CrossFit Games. So actually wow. one of our teen athletes competed in the online qualifier this year. So there were 200 kids that qualified for the online qualifier for the teenagers. So the 14 and 15-year-olds is one of the divisions. And out of those 200 kids, you had to get top 10 in out of those 200 kids for those workouts. And he got eighth place so he made it to the crossfit Games. so he's headed to madison in two weeks so that's that was a pretty cool thing for us to see too because we were training him for the past two years awesome so he made it that was cool that yeah. is really cool that was, yeah. that was like one of those goosebump moments yeah, yeah that's really neat and then what would you say is your biggest success in huh. crossfit i think just getting stronger is one of my biggest successes i don't know i just I was never really the strongest person when I played water polo. I was just the fast one. So I would always just go in and swim. So I never really had that strength and I always wanted to be stronger. So I think just finally being able to realize like what my body's capable of in terms of strength has been like a really big thing for me. And it's always really rewarding because there's, I feel like there's always some other goal to be chasing, but I think being able to squat like a decently heavy weight has been like a big accomplishment for me because I was never able to do that before when I was playing a sport that was very leg intensive. Yeah, <laughs> what? Cool. You <laughs> squatted 135 pounds when you were in yeah. CrossFit? Yeah, so, so when, I, when I was in water polo. Now, like, what do you back squat, 320? So when I was in water polo, I could only back squat 125 pounds. Like, that was, like, my limit. And I always told myself it would be so cool if I could ever get to 200 and then when I started working with Almodor, when he started coaching me, I was able to squat like 220, I think, was what, how much I was able to back squat. And then in just like a year and a half, two years of him coaching me, I'm up to like 320 now for my back squat. So it's been like a cool yeah. uh, process. But I wish but I, I had that strength when I, I, would when say I played water polo. I awesome. she's very genetically gifted. Sure. <laughs> she trains a lot. <laughs> like she can do... It's hard she'll work. Do a workout. Too. <laughs> no, no. She she puts in a lot of work. Like she'll do a workout. We'll do a workout. I'm dying, and she's like, she's still going. She's like, okay, what are we doing now? Like, yeah. So she, I always had a lot of energy growing up, so my mom always had to keep me like busy. So I was always doing some type of activity, or I was playing in the backyard. I was always on the move. So I was. I've always had a lot of energy. So CrossFit is the perfect outlet for me. She but does. yeah, mm-hmm. that the strength has been an accomplishment for me because the energy I've always just had. Yeah. She yeah. she puts in so much work. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever load she has, I've never seen it before in my life. She can even now she's 
interning and you know working <laughs> eight hours a day and goes to the gym and before still working out. goes yeah. to the gym after like doesn't let anything get I think that's another accomplishment too just not letting myself fall off the wagon just because life gets hard mm-hmm. too because I think that that's something that people like they'll, they'll put their fitness to the side just because life gets a little busy but for me like if I don't maintain my fitness like I just feel the effect of it everywhere else in my life like I don't feel like as energized I don't feel capable of like giving to people like I just feel like I, if I'm in the gym taking care of myself and working on my strength, then I'm able to be just a better person outside of the gym too. Nice. Yeah. So if someone is listening and uh, just likes what you guys have been talking about, but maybe doesn't have the resources or doesn't live somewhere where there is a CrossFit gym, do you have any ideas about um, or suggestions maybe where they could start or a way to I start? at like anywhere like any 24-hour fitness or LA fitness and or any like fitness 19 or any gym that costs $10 $15 $20 a month with maybe if you can find something online you know some kind of guidance I think having some kind of guidance is like really key because when I started CrossFit I had no guidance and I was just guessing so and I think that could have saved me three years <laughs> if I had somebody <laughs> who knew s- something, something you know yeah uh yeah. so I yeah t- definitely getting some kind of guidance any free solic- solicited uh, advice that you, you can, can get or anything you can ask us for help oh you can ask <laughs> us for help yeah. yeah so we could talk about that so yeah thank you for talking about CrossFit and yeah. what it is uh but tell us a little bit more about your business so we started in 2016 2016 because um I had been like just kind of picking from different places like programming to do because I would come in to do the 5 a.m class when I was at his gym that he was first coaching at and then I would come back for open gym and I would just kind of do whatever I found online and try to just work out and I wasn't getting better and so he started programming for me and writing me like an individualized plan and I started getting better and I was like, oh, this is crazy how much progress I'm making in such a little amount of time. Like we should do this for other people. And so then we came up with our name, came up with our logo and tried to just start like getting out there through Instagram at first. And then we made our website. And then um, I think things started to take off when people started to see how much progress I was making off of it. And then yeah, I think she was the first one where people were like, whoa, like. She's getting really strong, like really fast. And, you know, little by little, it's so. Yeah. So we, we thought we'd be way farther along by now. Yeah. But, you know, it's. Well, tell me about the science behind your programming. Uh, How do you. So I like to involve like just a lot of interval and training and just basic strength and conditioning movements like, you know, stick to the core stuff like power cleans and squats and deadlifts and I kind of when I program a day depending on like where that person wants to go like if they were trying to make it to the games I'm basically it's basically like a full body workout Mm -hmm. basically a full body workout and yeah I mean they're hitting I have like a set number of reps like okay they can only squat this much today like they can only do 50 squats today Okay. Or the next day, like, okay, they're going to do 100 squats, but it's going to be light. Like, 
That way they don't get injured. That so. way they don't get injured. Yeah. You know, I've found that's the best way to train because if you're always doing to the max volume, like your body just falls yeah. apart. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. Or if they did like say he programmed like heavy deadlifts in the morning. So he goes off of, we go off of Prolipin's chart. That's what it's called. Yeah, we use Prolipin's chart. So um, it's this type of training methodology of like how many sets of reps you should do at a percentage. So like there's like a range of reps that are ideal to do and then a range of sets that are ideal to do at say like 70 to 80% of your weight. And then there's like an 80 to 90% ratio. So that's what we go off of when we're uh, programming the weightlifting. And then in terms of any type of thing that's considered like metabolic conditioning, which there's a bunch of different styles of that. There's an AMRAP, which is as many rounds or reps as possible. So you got an experience mm-hmm. of that today. So you have like a time frame, and then you have to try to get through um, a certain type of movement as many times and get or get as many reps. So that's one of them. And then another one is like an EMOM, which is every minute on the minute you perform a certain movement. And then there's just the basic like here's twenty one fifteen nine or here's three rounds of this this and this like say three rounds of 400 meter run and 15 burpees you have to try to do it as fast as possible i see so those are all the different types of metabolic conditioning so then we just use crossfit Mm -hmm. for that but then say i did like a heavy deadlift in my um weightlifting Mm -hmm. he probably wouldn't have me do a bunch of pulling off of the ground because my back is already kind of fatigued from that heavy lifting so that's how we make sure that the programming is safe and also effective too yeah it's kind of i think you kind of have to have an eye for it like you because it's crazy sometimes i even think to myself like what am i doing that is making people better because there are so many programs out there that like the masses follow like i have my buddy george he followed these two other programs that i don't want to name because (laughs) i don't want to like badmouth them but he followed these two programs they're really big programs you know, and he didn't see the results that he wanted. And he joined with us, and he, what he placed this year, he placed in the Open, like. In top 100 in the country. In awesome. the country. Yeah. Like, every year he's getting better. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's just a formula. Like, it's really hard to, like, pinpoint every detail mm-hmm. of it. But I, in my head, I kind of know, like, how many sets and reps and how you should be doing something how you break it up uh mm-hmm. how much rest what you need to be eating yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, i'm not a nutritionist but like <laughs> you know like dr- some, something simple like drinking a gatorade during mm-hmm. your session like little things like that are they're i think so that's our individual programming but we also have a daily email that we started doing so we send out like an email subscription to people and then they can choose if they want to work on weightlifting in addition to the CrossFit class that they attended, if they want to row in addition to the CrossFit class they attended. So that's our other option. And then we also do like strength and conditioning um, programming. So he'll either make like a an online program for a kid to do on their own or he'll actually have them in the gym with him and he'll be personal training them as well. So that's like another option that we have. And then I do a lot of like injury prevention programming. So if someone has had a lot of back injuries, um, I try to like do like just a gross assessment or I'll do like a video analysis of their movements to see what things may be breaking apart. And then I give them programming to help either build up their endurance, improve their mobility or improve their strength and their like activation of certain muscles so that it doesn't happen in the future. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome that you guys have uh, 
put together this business and just helping people in the way that you do? Yeah, I think, yeah. It, because, you know, a lot of a lot of these companies charge a crazy. A lot of money. A crazy yeah. amount of yep. money. Like, hey. Mm-hmm. So we try not to. You want to talk to us. Mm-hmm. We're going to charge you an extra $20 or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, like I always looked at that and I was like, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I would have had somebody that helped me. So I yeah. was always the guy that's like, I don't mind, you know, if I'm going to charge. I remember something crazy like, oh, I'm only going to charge $20. Yeah, that was originally then, how much he was going to charge. And, I was and then like, I was like, I was, and then people kept, I think, I don't know if it was you. They're like, gave me this number $80. I was like, no way. People are never going to pay that. And sure enough, we get, we get people that awesome. pay it. But even that is a fraction. You know, it's like yeah, that might be a Most programming for CrossFit, like that's completely customized. Like how we do it is in the 300s. Mm-hmm. So how can people find you? What's the best way to find you? Uh, probably Instagram. Yeah. Okay. At RP Athletics is a capital R, capital P underscore underscore capital A athletic, <laughs> capital A <laughs> athletics. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think and then you have a website. Yeah. Also. Raw perform- raw performance dot org is our website. Okay. Yeah. Well, with every podcast, I always conclude with what are three regular practices that help you stay healthy. Three regular practices. Yes. I think stretching. Okay. Making sure you're eating. Eating. And sleep. 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 If I yeah. Yeah. If I I mean I don't know how people go through the day and miss a meal. Mm-hmm. I'm like I, I got to eat something. So mm-hmm. food and then sleep. I know if I don't sleep, if I go to sleep at twelve my the next day is ruined for me i'm just not the person i need to be yeah and we definitely sound like we're in our 20s (laughs) (laughs) right so i know for a fact i need to be by in bed i shut tv shut at a certain time or else i'm just ruined for the next day yeah mine are a little different but uh walking my dog every day i think Mm -hmm. that gives me like i don't know it just makes me happy and it gives me a time to just reflect on the day and then uh being practicing gratitude about something and then sleep yeah yeah those are my three well thank you thank you for being on the podcast thank you it's been great having you having us yeah thank you this is awesome (laughs) awesome experience (laughs) (laughs) balanced by beth is a podcast to inspire women to live strong the information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personal medical advice 